Section. Introduction. In this paper, we explore a fundamental issue in computer vision. Object recognition, which is the process of converting an image into object labels. The typical recognition framework consists of an image encoder and a decoder. The encoder, which could be a convolutional neural network, CNN, or a vision transformer, VIT, creates image embeddings. The decoder then uses these embeddings to predict object labels. If the decoder is a linear classifier, it needs to be set up with fixed object concepts. For instance, ResNet uses 1K embeddings, also known as weights, to represent 1K objects in ImageNet. However, this fixed set of object embeddings restricts the model's ability to recognize any object. This limitation can be reduced by using a language model as the decoder to create a flexible set of object embeddings from input descriptions. For example, Clip encodes object descriptions into a set of embeddings by prompting with a photo of a CL, where CL could be any object name. It then retrieves relevant object descriptions as predictions based on the object embeddings. However, Clip requires a predefined gallery with a fixed number of object descriptions before it can make predictions. This means that CLIP's object embeddings only cover a part of the textual space in real-world scenarios, not the whole space. Moreover, increasing the size of the gallery has been found to reduce its performance. This leads us to ask, can we get rid of predefined object labels or descriptions? One possible approach is to use a generative model, specifically a large language model, LLM, to decode labels from image embeddings. For example, Flamingo uses an LLM to convert image embeddings into textual outputs for various vision tasks such as object recognition, image captioning, and visual question answering, VQA. However, to produce the desired results for a specific task, the model needs several reference samples as few-shot prompts. An alternative approach is to directly align the LLM with the recognition task, without any predefining procedure. This is based on the fact that an LLM's token embeddings represent the entire textual space, including all object labels. This is in contrast to predefining subsets of this space, which could limit the model's capability. Building on this idea, we propose a simple method that uses a language decoder to decode object labels token by token from image embeddings. We use a pre-trained clip image encoder to create image embeddings, which are already aligned with text, and then linearly transform them to match the language decoder's embedding dimension. Our framework, unlike the contrastive framework used by clip, is trained to predict text embeddings from image embeddings, rather than aligning both. While our method is similar in spirit to recent vision language models, it introduces several key differences and innovations. First, our approach focuses on object recognition, unlike chat-oriented VQA methods. We train on image caption pairs, which are easier to collect and annotate than image question-answer triplets, and extract nouns from raw captions as reference labels to supervise training weekly. For inference, we generate text fragments as labels rather than sentences. Second, our decoder has a different token modeling mechanism. Instead of decoding all input and output tokens in a conditional sequence as in LLMs, we ensure tokens from different labels to be independent, while tokens from the same label remain conditional. All label tokens are conditional on image embeddings. This decoupling is based on the understanding that different labels in the same image are independent but their coexistence is determined by the underlying visual context. Third, we propose a simple strategy to enhance the efficiency of our recognition model. We hypothesize that only a part of the knowledge in LLMs is necessary for recognition and focus on maximizing efficiency by not engaging the entire language model. To construct the decoder, we start with a pre-trained LLM, 
retain the first six transformer blocks along with the final output layer, and drop the intervening blocks. This compact decoder matches the full model's performance but is substantially more efficient. Section Summary This paper addresses the problem of object recognition in computer vision by using a language model as the decoder to generate flexible object embeddings from input descriptions. Unlike previous methods that rely on predefined object labels or descriptions, the proposed method employs a language decoder to auto-regressively decode object labels token by token from image embeddings. The approach targets object recognition and introduces innovations such as training on image caption pairs, using a non-causal attention mask for the language decoder, and implementing a one-shot sampling method for generating text tokens for labels. Section. Related work. We're going to discuss some of the previous work that has been done in the field of object recognition and how it relates to our research. The idea of treating object recognition as a prediction of natural language, which was first introduced before the era of deep learning, has been used to help journalists annotate images for retrieval. This approach involves dividing an image into regions and predicting words for each region using probability-based models. This concept of linking images and text has been a fundamental part of recognition research. The practice of embedding both images and text, such as sentences, phrases, or words, into a shared space has been widely used for image text matching and is a key component of contrastive frameworks like CLIP. Techniques that use latent variables have been used to identify co-occurrences between images and words. The introduction of neural networks, such as CNNs and RNNs, has led to more advanced methods. Some of these methods focus on embedding both images and text in the same space, while others are more focused on generating text descriptions from images. The evolution of image annotation or tagging is closely related to that of multi-label prediction. Early approaches were based on topic models like latent Dirichlet allocation and probabilistic latent semantic analysis. Mixture models were also used to model the joint distributions over images and tags. Then, SVM-based discriminative models were proposed to predict tags. More recently, the annotation task has been treated as a retrieval problem based on nearest neighbors or joint optimization. The trend of integrating visual perception with language models like GPT and LAMA is gaining popularity. These models are being used for tasks such as detection, few-shot recognition, textual explanations, classification justification, development of bottleneck models, and reasoning. In open vocabulary tasks, such as recognition, detection, and segmentation, the typical setup involves training on base labels and then recognizing rare unseen labels. The cornerstone of the open vocab approaches is the contrastive learning like CLIP, which uses a language model to encode labels to contrast with images. Our method aligns with the open world paradigm that incrementally learns new labels over time, mirroring the way of data collection in the real world. In the application, given just an image, our model predicts labels with ranking probabilities, without relying on any predefined set of data or concepts. Now, let's revisit object recognition. In its general formulation, 2D images are fed into a backbone, such as VIT in CLIP, which produces image embeddings. The problem of recognition aims to decode object labels solely from these image embeddings, translating image embeddings into the textual space. In the past years, the core design of this translation employs a set of textual embeddings to seek the optimal alignment with the image embeddings. For instance, linear classifiers such as ResNet employ the average pooling to transform the image embeddings to a single vector representation, and initiate the textual embeddings using a set of predefined concepts corresponding to object labels. The contrastive frameworks such as CLIP embed a collection of predefined object descriptions into the textual embeddings, 
and apply an aggregation and linear projection on the image embeddings. The goal is to maximize the alignment between the transformed image embeddings and the textual embeddings. The space of the textual embeddings plays a critical role in this alignment as the diversity and richness of the embeddings directly affect the model's ability to differentiate objects. However, the linear classifiers and contrastive frameworks limit the textual embeddings to a predefined subset that potentially constrains the model's capability to recognize any object. Our goal is to eliminate this limitation and extend the textual embeddings to the entire textual space. Section Summary In the related work section, the paper discusses various approaches to object recognition, including the use of natural language prediction, co-embedding image and text, image annotation and multi-label prediction, visual perception through language models, and open vocabulary vision tasks. The authors highlight the limitations of existing methods and propose a new approach that aims to eliminate the reliance on predefined sets of data or concepts by predicting labels with ranking probabilities based on image embeddings. Their goal is to extend the textual space for object recognition. Section. Auto-regression for recognition. We've recently seen significant advancements in language learning models, LLMs, in terms of understanding and generating text. Given that the token embeddings of these models are trained to represent the entire textual space, we can define a variable. Let's call it W, using the token embeddings from a pre-trained LLM, such as LLAMA, which features 32,000 textual tokens. Our equation then changes to predicting a token, which we'll call W. This W represents the most probable single token for a given input. In our method, we use a function, let's call it F, which is a combination of linear projection and the pre-trained LLM to project the input in the textual space of W. In other words, F is our language decoder. To guide the language decoder in the recognition task, we prompt it with a short instruction. The objects in the image are tokenized as a certain input. We then concatenate this input with another input to form our input token embeddings. Typically, a label consists of multiple tokens. For example, the word sofa has two tokens, so, and, fa. Without loss of generality, we assume a label l has t tokens. Now predicting l is equivalent to auto-regressively predicting its tokens. To compute the conditional probability in our equation, the transformer-based LLM in f employs a causal mask, M, on the pairwise attention, A, to model the interdependence between tokens. This enforces the token, W, to attend only to the preceding tokens, making, W, conditional on the preceding tokens. In general, an image contains multiple objects, and our goal is to predict them all. Suppose there are, K, objects, and we denote the output set of labels for the image as, L, where each label has, T, tokens, including the special token, SEP, for the delimiter. Then the likelihood of this set of labels appearing in the image is the product of their probabilities. Now, this equation is not a standard auto-regression practiced in LLMs because each token only needs to attend to the input tokens and the preceding tokens from the same label. This is supported by the understanding that the labels coexist in the same image due to the underlying visual context, but are independent of each other. Additionally, the image tokens exhibit inherently spatial correlation, in contrast to the temporal correlation of natural language tokens. Therefore, we customize a non-causal attention mask, M, with two designs, A. We decouple the correlation between tokens from different labels at the set token to prevent these tokens from being attended to each other, B. We treat image tokens as a prefix, enabling the image tokens to see each other. Interestingly, our non-causal attention mask shares a similar design as the column mask in but is developed from a different perspective, 
where the column mask is specifically for image-to-image -image attention. In the end, our final training objective is this equation. We use the cross-entropy loss for optimization, with weekly supervised labels extracted from the corresponding image captions. Section Summary The authors propose a method for recognition using auto-regression, where they use token embeddings from a pre-trained language model to predict the most probable token for a given input. They combine linear projection and the pre-trained language model to guide the language decoder in the recognition task. They also introduce a non-causal attention mask to model the interdependence between tokens and customize it to account for the spatial correlation of image tokens. Their final training objective is to optimize the cross-entropy loss using weekly supervised labels extracted from image captions. Section. One-shot sampling. We're introducing a new method called one-shot sampling. This technique allows us to sample multiple labels at once, rather than one at a time. The way it works is by first ranking the output of the decoder based on their probabilities. The top K tokens, or initial tokens, determine the top K labels to be generated. We then sample the next token for each of these initial tokens simultaneously. If the sampled token is a separator, the label is complete. If not, we continue to sample the next token for the unfinished labels. The probability of each label is then calculated as the product of its token probabilities. This method is unique in two ways. Firstly, it operates in parallel across multiple object labels, unlike other methods which sample sequentially. Secondly, it aligns naturally with the recognition task by representing the image as a spatially correlated entity, while other methods depict the image as a sequence of tokens. We also introduce a truncated version of the language model LAMA in our decoder. We've found that only a specific subset of language understanding is necessary for recognition. So, to maximize efficiency, we don't use the entire model. Instead, we truncate it to the first six transformer blocks and the final output layer, while keeping its tokenizer and the pre-trained 32K token embeddings for encoding the input. For our experiments, we use two different scales of training datasets. The first, G3M, is a group of 3 million pairs combining CC3M, COCO captions, and SBU. The second, G70M is a group of 70 million pairs combining LAION synthetic 115M and G3M. For evaluation, we use the validation split of CC3M, COCO captions, and open images V7. In terms of implementation, we apply the inference augmentation for input images in CLIP in both training and evaluation. The image encoder is VITL14 pre-trained from CLIP, producing 256 token embeddings with the dimension of 1024. We also learn the special token embedding of IMG during training. The maximum number of input tokens is 512. For training, we use Adam W with a cosine annealing learning rate schedule. We train four parts, the last six blocks of the image encoder VITL14, the projection layer for the token embeddings, the special IMG token embedding, and the whole truncated language decoder. This takes about five hours on G3M and about five days on G70M. For evaluation, we use a method inspired by BERT score to measure the semantic similarity between the generated labels and the reference labels. We encode the reference and generated labels into semantic embeddings, then compute the cosine similarity matrix between them. We then calculate the recall for the reference set and the precision for the generated set, and finally compute the F1 score as the harmonic mean of the recall and precision. We evaluate the top K generated labels out of the total number of generated labels and report the average recall, precision, 
and F1 score over all samples. Section Summary The one-shot sampling method allows for parallel sampling of multiple labels by decoupling tokens from distinct labels and sampling tokens in parallel. This approach avoids repetition issues and aligns with the recognition task by representing the image as a spatially correlated entity. Additionally, the truncated language decoder, which focuses on maximizing efficiency, is constructed by truncating the language model to the first six transformer blocks and the final output layer. Section. Main results. We've compared our method with several others, including CLIP, OpenFlamingo, LLAVA, BLIP2, InstructBLIP, and CASED. We've used two different galleries for CLIP, one that only contains reference labels from the test dataset, and another that includes all reference labels from the G3M training group. For CASED, we've noticed that its performance is greatly influenced by the composition of the search gallery. To make a fair comparison, we've evaluated CASED using the gallery provided with the paper and an extended gallery that includes text embeddings from various sources. We've also evaluated other methods using their largest publicly available models. We've used two types of prompts, list and caption, to generate object labels. We've also used the instruct prompt for instruction-based methods, similar to its use for GPT-4V preview. In our analysis, we found that our method outperforms others for top 10 predictions across all datasets, showing our approach's ability to yield more relevant labels. We've also noticed that the precision of the model is sensitive to the number of predictions. For example, if we assess top 10 predictions but the model produces only 5 labels, the precision will be higher than that of the model yielding 10 predictions. To better understand the relationship between precision and recall, we've plotted two different precision recall curves. The left column of the figure shows the curves derived from various thresholds on the similarity matrix with top 10 predictions. The right column of the figure shows the PR curves for varying top K predictions, indicating a trade-off between precision and recall. In our ablation studies, we've tested our hypothesis that only a subset of knowledge in large language models, LLMs, is necessary for the object recognition task. We've found that removing intermediate transformer blocks in LAMA results in a compact decoder with comparable performance. We've also investigated three deterministic token sampling methods, greedy search, three-way beam search, and one-shot sampling. We've combined the sampling methods with different decoder sizes to investigate their overall generation efficiency. Our approach achieves a significant speed up compared to the full model with greedy sampling. In another part of our study, we've considered non-causal masking, which involves prefixing image embeddings in the input sequence and decoupling tokens from different labels to be independent. We've found that prefixing is beneficial for performance, especially with the sequential sampling strategy. We've also compared two truncated versions of LAMA and found that LAMA 2 marginally outperforms LAMA 1. Our one-shot sampling method selects the final top K labels based on the probabilities of their initial tokens. Finally, we've evaluated our method on large-scale prediction, i.e., top 100 predictions. Our method consistently predicts diverse labels as the number of predictions increases.